In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Reyes Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Cute Code, Wood Elf, and Mythical present Bronstadt, starring Rhett McLaughlin and Link Neal. Created by Jonathan Straley and Brandon Bestenheider. Episode 4, Hanging on the Telephone. Hello listeners. Be advised the show uses immersive audio. It may seem like sounds are coming from around or behind you. Please use caution when operating a motor vehicle. The following episode contains depictions of violence that may be triggering for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. It's been nearly a week since I saw that hag flying a man like a kite. <laughs> I desperately need that image out of my head. New visual, please. Let me see, man, let me see. Uh, a human brain being used as a bowling ball? Head fox, yeesh! What? I'm sorry, but it's, it's you, man. It's, I'm pulling that from your imagination. Know what? I'm going to get in touch with Side A, work some normal back into my routine. Yeah, I'm going to make it a mundane Monday. Sweet, a dog park. What's more flat world than that? Well, if I hang here, I don't have a pooch. You do you, man. Whoa, good boy. You are a good boy. The library. There you go. Find a quiet corner. Read about the history of oatmeal or something. Closed. Bed bug infestation. Yeah. Oh yeah, coffee shop. The ultimate normal activity. Dad bods, soccer moms, kid carrying a tray of ten scalding hot coffees. Uh, kid, your shoelaces. Watch it. Ah! Well. I take it Side A doesn't want to have anything to do with me, unless it involves kicking my ass. Oh, one of Hattie's helpers. Here I am. You found me. You like that, don't you? And Hattie, come here. Oh, okay. That's a... Uh... Oh, we're not hugging yet? Did I hit the fast-forward button? <laughs> I'm, I'm good with hugs. Speaking of the fast-forward button, you do your homework. Miss Odetta. Watched every episode. I'm practically a side B scholar. Then Ronnie Sharpen your number two. It's time for another test.
Get your churros. Swap meet, Melrose. Wham, bam, another exam. This go-round, Hattie's clocking me. All right. You have until I finish eating this churro. Ever think maybe I want a churro? Ace this test, you get a churro. Okay, ready? Go. Right. Um, over by the vintage lunchbox collection. Teeny-weeny dude. Sort of looks like a smurf, but not cute and blue. He's purple, pimply, and appears to be... How do I put this? Aroused. Uh, yep. Those tiny buggers are sex junkies. What are they called? Oh, um... A pervy. Correct. Go. Um, woman in the hat giving me Stevie Nicks feels. Uh, she just shoplifted a pair of clogs. Uh, and a scarf. But she's doing it with a second set of arms hidden under her sweater poncho thing. Mm, good catch. And she is... Type of undead. They, they absorb body parts and limbs from corpses. They're known as... Uh, as an extra. Yes. Go. The, the toddler that looks too big to be in that tiny stroller? He's no toddler. Sort of a goblin deal. Mm -mm. No such thing as a goblin. You know what I mean. It's crap. A, a, a grody. Yeah. Uh, and his big fuzzy nanny pushing him along is actually his guardian. And they're called... Damn. Rhymes with belt or hat or churro. Mm -mm. Doesn't rhyme with any of that. Come on. One bite left. No. Uh... Ah, Criticita. Ronnie, take a bow. Kindergarten is over. <laughs> yes! You're on the first grade. I, I, I'm only in first grade? Let's get you a churro, kid. By the way, if the magical world is so ancient, why are their names like pervy? Shouldn't it be called something a little more... stiff? No pun intended. Sure. Pervy is one of the more modern terms we use inside B. Kind of like our version of slang. Old schoolers still call them Kangas Aridius. What's that mean? Hard on. Does he have a pulse? What is your current location? Rolling into the gig, I'm still buzzing from my latest field trip with Hattie. And I make a beeline for the break room. I fish into my pocket and pull out a buck. Hey, it's the one I found the day I found... Faye. Ronstadt. Yo. Vez. And don't take this the wrong way, but you actually look kind of... happy. Don't think I've ever been accused of that before. Maybe it's because Pretendo Vendo here is finally stocked with something that looks fit for human consumption. Uh, maybe not. It's Faye, right? I had a feeling about you guys. You did, didn't you? Yeah. You're both a little off, so I knew you'd get it on. Hey, but, hey, but dude, I mean that in like a good way. <laughs> I know you do. Oh, hey, don't forget. Party at mi casa mañana. Faye said you guys are going to make an appearance. Appearance? I plan on being there till you kick us out. Um, should I eat this or throw it away? I think you should burn it, man. For the better part of the night, calls are off the wall, but breezy. Couple of bone calls, three or four daydream believers, nothing too heavy, and it suits my mood. Nobody understands. The reason I can't eat vegetables anymore is because when I bite into one, I can hear it say, ouch. Like, if I crunch a carrot, it goes like this. Ouch! I'm talking about my mailbox here. I look inside, and it seems to go on forever. I use a flashlight, I can't see the end of it. So, 
I'm thinking about sending a mouse in there with a little camera on its back. But then, Barbie gives me an earful of this. She's gonna die! Damn it, she's gonna die! Who's gonna die? Tell me. I already told that other dude before he transferred me. Sorry about that. Can you just... My girlfriend, Gwen, her spirit is trying to escape her body, leave it for dead. We, we, were, we were watching Netflix and all of a sudden she started to cough it up. Cough up her spirit? Yes, yes, it was definitely coming out, but we were able to, like, push it back in. And now now I've covered her mouth with duct tape and she, she's convulsing and I don't think the tape is going to hold. It's not going to hold. Um, if she's convulsing, maybe it's because... I'm telling you, she's going to die! I'm not certain spirit ejections are a thing, but I don't need my Kradar to tell me this woman truly believes her girlfriend is about to croak. Tool! Huh? I, I mean, Timothy. I mean, Mr. O'Leary. Just speak American. What the hell is the matter with you, Ronstadt? I, I just took a call from this woman whose girlfriend is dying, and you gotta send somebody over there. This is the address. Well, what's this? Your handwriting is as bad as your haircut. What exactly is this person dying from? Does it matter? Yeah, it matters. Because if the call was transferred to the pink phone, to you, I'm certain there was a very good reason. Fine. So this woman thinks her girlfriend's spirit is, is trying to escape her body, but... <laughs> God, that is all I needed to hear. Forget it, Ronstadt. Nope, won't forget it. And I'm not letting you either. If you don't get the pros over there, stat. Police, paramedics, take your pick. There's gonna be blood on your hands. All right. I'll send a patrol car to check in. Thank you. Now disappear. Your shift was over 10 minutes ago. My mood is trending sunny again. I don't see myself throwing back my ties with Tool anytime soon, but I can't help thinking we just turned a corner. There may be something approximating mutual respect lies directly ahead. Who knows? I might even stop calling him Tool. Nah. Hey, Mr. Lash, training with you certainly keeps me on my toes. Huh? You were saying, Zamora? Shadow magic versus weapons of the flat world. Even with your skill, the outcome is settled. I can make my own shadow a portal. I'm above you. Below you. You can't cut what you can't catch. That's it, Zamora. Throw everything at me. Every fiber of muscle, blend of chain, inch of steel. It still won't be enough. Run it back. <laughs> I would, Mr. Lash. But it's time for your call. I don't think it's in your interest to keep them waiting. Hmm. Lost track. I'll take it outside, somewhere on the grounds. Last time the head visited the house, it left me with ten grand worth of damage. Very well. I'll send Runnegar and Cocktail to locate a suitable spot. 
never witnessed a call from it before. From them? Overrated. Response should do. Enough space for that, uh, that thing. I'll place the marker. Oh. oh, it's already beginning. Back up. You don't want to get caught in this. Oh, the branches, the rocks, they're forming a giant face. Oh, oh I wouldn't call this overrated. Zamora, get them out of here. I'll do this alone. Run a Gato. Follow me. Good evening, Shadow Master. Good evening, Head. I trust you are well. Hmm. That depends on you, Lash. Where do we stand with the plan? The search continues, though there may not be as many viable targets as we initially hoped. Enough! You know who we are. You know we have zero appetite for excuses. Ah. Uh, yes. And I am aware of your power. You could whisper my name from 3,000 miles away and boil my blood. You have my allegiance. We are rewarding you and your sorcerers with quite an extravagant sum, Lash. More importantly, a seat at the table. We have cleared your path of obstacles. Now, we expect results. We demand results. And you'll get them. I assure you, you'll get your marks. You'll get your bones. Do not delay. Scour wide. If it possesses a grain of magic, a modicum of power, brand it. In the meantime, we shall alert the Longcoats to stand by. Until next time, Shadow Master. When are you gonna stop me from eating? When are you gonna stop me? <laughs> Faye and I have been hanging at Vez's family compound in Boyle Heights for maybe 30 minutes. We're already on our fourth trip to the buffet table. Don't skimp on the guacamole. Okay, I think we just have to walk away. Let's just, let's just start moving. Good call. So, how long you known Vez? Vez, he's, uh, he's still Reuben to me. We went to high school together, met in art class. He was always building these wild, like, surrealist sculptures out of random junk and just stuff. Talent way beyond the rest of us. Reminds me of this time in high school. Uh, I made this ceramic lamp shaped like an elephant. The light was supposed to come on when you pulled the trunk. Could never get it to work. Huh. Ooh, this is cool. Ruben's aunt Valentina is doing her crazy psychic crystal readings. You need to meet her. Valentina. That's amazing. Man, can't imagine being part of a family this fun. I was a lonely only. 
Do you have any brothers or sisters? Nope. Never had to fight anybody for the prize in the cereal box. But you know how they say you can't choose your family? Not true. John Star. How? I can't imagine any other name that would suit you. <laughs> Ronstadt and Valentina. Mm. <laughs> and I have to say, my nephew's description of you could not have been more accurate. <sighs> but it's clear to me now. You are a light among the dark. Um, can't even go to a side A party and avoid the bazaar for a while. What if I just want to play some cornhole? Hey guys, sorry I disappeared on you. I had to help my cousin Junior unload the second course. There's more food? Right, and I can't eat any of it. Unloading all that grub is like digging your own grave. Ay, my nephew's stomach is cursed. It's not cursed, Aunt V, it's just, you know, IBS. Uh, just because they gave it a name doesn't mean it's not a curse. But don't worry, amor. I'm working on a remedio. Appreciate that, Aunt V. Um, you cool if I steal these two? I want to show them my studio. Of course, mijo. It was interesting to meet you, Ramstad. Um, thanks. You too. Oh, here it is. What the... When I'm not working the phones, I'm in here. <laughs> rap a bap a boom Not that big a deal, really. Stop, you could charge admission. I'd pay. Also wish I was paying to live above this garage. Fez, this is... You got chops, man. Ah, uh, thanks. My eyes drink up a ten-foot-tall robot constructed out of coffee cans. It moves, too. He turned an old gas grill into this confusing, maybe it's a fish, could be an airplane combo that crystallizes why I'm so into this kid. Did it all with my bare hands and a blowtorch, using whatever scraps I could find. Oh, I want to show you something else. Whoa, when did you start doing stuff like this? Faye holds up an enormous serrated knife that would make a barbarian soil his fur diaper. I don't know. You know, I'm not into violence or anything. I just thought it might look cool. Idea for a movie prop. Yo, cuz, need your help again. Uncle Benny just pulled up with another truckload. Come on. Okay, I'm coming. Oh, we'll come along and help. Nah, nah. You guys keep looking around if you want. Estevez splits if Faye finds us a spot to chill. A swing for two, built from the bones of a Coupe de Ville. So. So. That story you told me about the elephant lamp was intriguing. Tell me more. What was life like for young Ronstadt? Well, I guess I don't think about it very much. Not anymore. My parents are long gone and it's all kind of fuzzy. Almost like it happened to somebody else. Come on. Are you saying you can't remember anything? Well, I remember bits. Like this time when I was maybe five or six. My mom and dad went on vacation and they accidentally left me at home by myself. They didn't realize it until they were on the plane. That was nuts. Yeah, nuts. What else? Um, oh, you'll like this. I skipped school and me and a couple of friends hit the city. Uh, there was a parade. And out of nowhere, I jumped up onto a float, grabbed a microphone, and started singing. Well, lip-syncing. Is that right? What? <laughs> What's wrong? <laughs> What's wrong? Everything you're telling me is bullshit. 
I mean, you must think I'm some kind of idiot. Idiot? No. Faye. Why are you doing this? I want to get to know you and just lies. Lies? Faye, I'm not lying to you. I promise. I honestly don't know what you're talking about. Oh my god. <laughs> Why do you have to be so weird? You really don't know, do you? No. Then, I'm gonna have to show you. Oh boy. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Rhea Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch involved in a then unheard of secret organization called the Illuminati and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes. Ronstadt, get in here. What, you're, you're just gonna hide on my balcony all night? I'm just enjoying your wind chimes here. Very soothing. Yeah, they're more soothing if you don't have your head stuck in them. Come on, you have to face reality. Reality? How do I tell her there's something out there stalking the streets called a blood guzzler? And if I have to deal with my entire past being a sham on top of that, I can't deal. I believe you. I believe you were being honest with me. I think it's one of the craziest and most disturbing things I've ever heard in my 28 years, but I believe you. Come, sit down. <sighs> what I'm about to hit you with, I'm guessing is not gonna go down easy. 
Faye gets on Google, YouTube, and searches Spotify for my collection of so-called memories. So, it is possible you actually knew a kid named Rudy Bistro, but the playdate you described? It was in this commercial for Gogurt. Everything I thought I knew, everything I thought I experienced, birthdays and game nights, pancake breakfast and after-school snacks, never happened. Well, it happened, but in a movie, a song lyric, or a magazine article. And maybe you split the ass of your jeans and danced around class with a cool girl, but that's also straight from the video for young MC's Bust a Move. What'd you say? Split. Nana. No, she was real. So was the ice cream stand. No one tops a Sunday like you, Ronnie. No one. But seemingly every single event that came before... Might as well have been a dream, man. Maybe you have amnesia. Amnesia? Maybe you were in an accident. It happened to me. I was 15, skateboarding in an empty pool. I crashed, and I was wearing a helmet, but I thwacked my head. Weeks of my life just vanished. Couldn't remember the whole month of April. Poof. Poor kid. Jeez. <laughs> Crazy thing is, rap-a-bap-a-boom, suddenly I could play the drums. No way. Y you hear those kind of stories. Right? Guy trips off a roof, he's a math whiz? That's little old me. No one in my family was musical. Like, at all. But after the accident, my dad takes me to the mall. I see a store with all these instruments, drum kit in the corner. And I sat down and just started... day, never even held a drumstick that wasn't made of chicken or ice cream. That's incredible. But it sort of feels like the kind of story you would have told me by now, you know, a first night story. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm weird about it, sorta. I can get these ferocious headaches. There are side effects. Side effects. Been there. So yeah, amnesia. Like, I was horseback riding, got kicked, jet ski crash, wham! Well, yeah, and then you filled the black hole with a collage of anything you might have watched, read, heard. I'd love to hang out all night, but until I get to know this young man Faye is dating, that is, me, I have to play the part of overprotective parent. I'll see you soon. And I see myself to the door. I walk home from the subway. Well, I guess if your feet are this slow and your head is this low, it's more like moping. My agent described it as like steel magnolias, but with ninjas. Oh man, that, that sounds so cool, right? Gus and some of his old acting bros are killing cold ones on the porch. Yo, fellas, watch this. Ronstadt, get a room. No, Gus, you get a room. Oh man, hey, I'll get that AC going. I promise. I log a total of 10 minutes sleep and find myself staring at a photo tacked to my wall. Me, mom, dad, sitting by a campfire. Faye could probably point to the hot dog or sleeping bag company whose ad this was. I don't wanna know. I chuck the photo in the trash three times before slapping it in a frame 
and up on a shelf in a primo spot. Good morning. Hello. I want to pick up a little something for Faye. You know, to say thanks for not simply sprinting away from me in sheer terror. But what do you get the girl who turns you on to the fact your entire childhood is a total lie? You must give the gift of music, brother! Local record shop it is. Faye's into all kinds of music. Based on her band, can't go wrong with punk, new wave. Might I suggest ska or rocksteady? But I could always play the kitsch card. Would Faye prefer Swiss yodels or country yodels? I'm stuck in this debate when the mammoth-sized metalhead next to me starts bugging out. You know, listening to Cannibal Corpse can have that effect on you. He turns, grabs me. 280 pounds of studded leather, shaking me like a cheap tambourine. And with his mouth two millimeters from mine, he shouts, Ronnie, meet me at the corner of Fig and York in 10 minutes. Oh, this is Hattie. Okay, cool, bye. Oh, he drops me on my ass and goes right back to the bargain bin. No one in the store bats an eye. Ah. ah. We got ourselves a yodeling fan, folks. That'll be 15 bucks. You got my message. The really loud one that screamed in my face and reeked of stale beer? Yeah, pretty tough to miss. What the hell was that? It's called a noisemail. Sends a message through a person close to your intended recipient. Well, next time send it through a newborn or a pothead. A pervy. Better yet, why don't you call my cell like an ordinary person? We don't do ordinary on side B. For sure, I'll call next time. Just get in, Ronnie. We're going on a road trip. As Hattie and I zip along the freeway for points north, I decide not to disclose my counterfeit past. Whatever she's about to serve up, I don't want to spoil it. Do me a favor. Open and close the glove compartment three times. I do as she asks, and a wild noise whips over the Buick. Sounds like, well, it sounds like this. And what was that? Dose of magic. For the next five miles or so from the outside, this piece of craft car is gonna look like a Lamborghini. Oh, sweet ride. Ronnie, you didn't think I was driving this heat for the gas mileage. Used to belong to a good friend. He tricked it out with one or two enchantments. And why do we need a station wagon to look like a Lambo? Just a precaution. In case somebody was tracking us. Oh. Is there something you haven't told me? Lots I haven't told you. Take a look in that bag. Behind your seat. I open the sack to find a beat-up binder that looks like it went through seventh grade 7,000 times. It's a spell book. Been in my family for years. A hand-me-down that made its way down to me. Tonight, you're gonna pick one out. And you're gonna cast it. A spell? You think I can actually pull off something like that? Seems beyond me. 
Full disclosure, an hour ago I bought two yodeling records. Ronnie, stop. I do. I do think you can do it. Just don't get any ideas about, you know, trying to make your pee-pee bigger, hitting the jackpot. Magic can't help you out in those departments. That's not how it works. I would have shot for world peace, but thanks for believing in me. So, this is the middle of nowhere. We're out here in case you screw up. Magic requires precision. One wrong flick of a finger or a mispronounced word can turn a person inside out. No pressure then. Cool. Why are all these pages torn out? Over time, a magic user gathers spells that speak to her or his level of power, uh, type of personality. Some spells have a sense of humor. Some are like a painter's stroke, intended to produce something beautiful. Others are downright nasty. I ditched some that didn't suit me anymore. Let's be serious. I want to make some noise. Fireballs, acid showers, bolts of lightning. This isn't Dungeons and Dragons, Ronnie. And stop turning to the back of the book. Stay in the front. You need training wheels. Those spells are smaller, safer. You hit me with a freaking ice blast, but fine. Okay. Why are you helping me, Hattie? I told you. I saw you that time. Yeah, yeah. My thoughts flashed on the wall like some whack graffiti. But there's more to it than that. You're right. Right. Guess you remind me of someone. My sister. She was young, gifted, but reckless. Thought she could go it alone. Didn't need anyone to show her a path. And the one she chose just destroyed her. Ronnie, I'm becoming more and more convinced there's something pretty damn special inside of you. And I hate the idea of it going to waste. Now, you're paging through that spell book and not once did you say anything about it being written in a foreign ancient tongue that's at least a thousand years old. You're just reading it like it's a cat fancy magazine. She's right. The words are long and ridiculous, like the list of crap on a pack of baloney. Yet, this clearly says, Sparkle Party. There you go. That's a festivity spell. Cute and tame. Basically a bunch of pretty lights and glitter. Okay, let's see. Um, try it over here, in the headlights. Just do your best. Ooh-hoo. Zabava. Who? First attempt. I almost take out the Buick's back tire. Ooh-hoo, Zabava hoo. Ah, sorry! Second attempt. I almost take out Hattie's right leg. That was close. That was unintentional. Maybe we're jumping the gun here. No, no, we're cool. We're cool. You got this. Just concentrate. And remember what Miss Odetta said about feeling your power way down inside. Feel it in your feet. Uh-huh. In your legs, in your arms, and your hands. Feet, legs, arms, hands. I remember the words. I forget how to concentrate. Uh, here we go, man. Ronnie? 
run? I fall into a flashback. I think it is. Maybe it's a dream. The future? Catch my reflection in a puddle. My hair. Flatter. Darker. Lamer. The way it used to be. And my face? It's all wrong. Or is it right? I look up. A tall, skinny man stops ten paces before me. We both plant our legs wide, ready for a duel. The stranger's hair is so light it could be bleached. The space around his eyes is so dark it must be makeup. Like some evil member of Duran Duran. <laughs> he looks hungry like a wolf. He looks like he wants to kill me. There is no such thing as... Out. His hand glows red. My hand glows white. He moves. I move too. I'm faster. Hey! hey. Oh. Lost you there for a second. Yeah, I I'm a... I'm here. It happens. Magic isn't easy. Go on. Let's try again. I do just that. Ooh-hoo's a baba hoo Glitter swirls around us, and many northern lights display the color of bubblegum fills the sky. Even smells like bubblegum. Blue raspberry! Yum! I should do this at kids' birthdays! Could make bank! And it doesn't stop. I mean, I thought we'd be dealing with a couple of nightlights, a chintzy karaoke booth. But this? <laughs> it's like the 4th of July! Uh, Patty? What's wrong? Why aren't you smiling? stars Rhett McLaughlin and Link Neal, with Clay Bennett, Tanji Ambrose, Michael Cienfuegos, Mark DiCarlo, Jonathan Medina, Tobias Jelinek, Raul Ceballos, Paul Vincent, Holly Jade, Adriana Savan, Carol Herman, Maya, Brandon Parbs, Josh Shearer, Christina Klebe, Jonathan Straley, Renee Mujica, Sarah Rodenbaugh, and Tom Ayers. Created by Jonathan Straley and Brandon Bestenheider. Written directed by Jonathan Straley and Brandon Bestenheider. Executive produced by Rhett McLaughlin, Link Neal, Stevie Wynn-Levine, Mallory Schwartz, Rob Herding, and David Henning. Co-executive producers Chris Ferguson and Andrew Levine. Produced by Alexa Gabrielle Ramirez and Marlena Ma. Co-producers Jacob Moncrief and Michelle Zarate. Associate producer Jenna Purdy. Supervising producers Sandra Yi Ling and Shin Yin He Yu. Original music and composition by Mike McGinnis. Q Code Head of Music, Darren Johnson. Q Code Head of Mixing, Ben Milchev. Audio Engineering by Ryan Walsh, Ben Milchev, and Neely Octoring. Edited by Ainsley Baldwin. Sound Design by Umberto Corte. Sound Mix by Eugenio Battaglia. Casting by Sunday Bowling and Meg Mormon. 
Assistant Director, Kelsey Adams. Script Supervisor, Liam Hooper. Welfare Worker, Valerie Pritzlaff. Assistant Engineering by Beatrice Noronha. Additional Editing by Matthew Smalley. Sound Effects Editing by Christoph Classe and Alex Lara Peralta. Production Coordinators, Brandon Weisner and Anna Basha Yokum. Post Coordinator, Rachel Yanover. Production Assistants, Nathan Yan, Bailey Grayson, and Jillian Avenas. Production Legal, Christina Bulbrook and Lindsay Keel. Production Accounting, Pin Chen Liu. Produced in association with Oddfellows Post. Ronstadt is a Q Code, Wood Elf, and Mythical Production. Hi, just checking in and seeing if you might want to step away from the noise of the world for just a moment and connect back to you. If so, Join me on my podcast, Letting It Settle with Michael Galleon, where we'll explore mindfulness, self-love, and personal growth as I share practical insights and tools to hopefully help inspire you to start to take charge of your mental and emotional well-being. Search for Letting It Settle with Michael Galleon on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening now. Are you a Marvel fan? Matt, you know I am. Jeff, I was asking the listener. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it seemed like a weird question because, you know, we've been doing a Marvel podcast together for t- nine years now. No, no, I was trying to grab the attention of all the Marvel fans out there for this ad. Oh. I thought it was weird, too. You should definitely warn us. Good note, Ashley. Well, if you like Marvel movies and TV as much as we do, join us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. He did it again. 